I just want to raise my volume because I know my voice is like really out of it today. Because <clears throat> I am too old to party. You're trying to cooler of alcohol. <laughs> I did not want to. <laughs> take one for the team. You take one for the team. <laughs> Welcome to the Point of View podcast. We are on the fifth episode. I'm Britt. I'm Kim. And we're here to talk all things roleplay, fanfiction, and any other type of digital writing out there. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm trying my How best. are you this morning? <laughs> Afternoon, morning, whatever it, it is. It feels like morning. Yeah. I wish it was still morning so I could sleep more. Yep. Um, yep. You know, I'm old and <laughs> sometimes I forget I'm older that. older than you. Watch yeah. it. <laughs> but I forget that like I can't act like I'm in college anymore <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes I forget too. Sometimes <clears throat> I think. Yeah, sometimes I think I can do a lot more than I can on those rare evenings where, yeah, I think I'm 21 again, and I guarantee you. Oh wait, I didn't tell you this. So we were there, and like I was the one that kept like being like, "Do you need water?" To everyone. Oh, you were mom. I was mom friending everyone, and so like I kept being the one to go get water, and I kid you not. Some dude gave me attitude because there was an opening at the bar spot. Like, and I was like, I swooped in. Yeah. Because I'm like, I just need water. Yeah. And Quick order. he like had an attitude. I don't remember what he said specifically, but he was like giving, like talking about me while I'm right there. And I'm like, I'm getting water for a friend. Yeah. Fuck Did off. he think like you I didn't deserve know. a turn at the bar because you weren't getting a drink drink? Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. And then there was another time I had to go up to get another water for someone else. And I literally had to elbow people out of the way. I was like, I just am trying to get to the bar. And you yeah. guys, they were doing that thing where they like, they they all huddle around the bar and like extend out so that like you can't, you have to really fight your way mm-hmm. to get through. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, I hate it's like people. Like five or six people deep. And yeah. Like, I'm like, how about you go like to like any other people. It's like corner. the walking dead. Yeah. Go to a corner. Just like a shuffling massive <laughs> horde of humanity. Yeah. 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 I'm always like young kids. Also, kids these days. I there was so the way that I was sitting, I could see like the bathroom doors mm-hmm. in the back, and I lit like I was like, oh okay, like what? I, like I just was observing people, and so I saw this woman go into the bathroom, and I was like, okay, whatever. And then all of a sudden, she opens the door again, and like pulls this dude into the bathroom with her, and closes oh. the door, and then <laughs> um. it got better, and I was like. Oh my god, I can't believe I just saw that. Yeah. So then like I'm gonna say like maybe like ten minutes later. Okay. Um I was gonna ask how long this went on. Yeah. Ten minutes later. So then my fr- uh one of our friends goes to the bathroom and I was like, Okay, go to the second bathroom, not the first one. <laughs> yeah. So she goes in, locks the door. This dude, random dude, he just was trying to go to the bathroom. Yeah. He does that thing where he's like checking to see if things are like if he can get into the first one. The people didn't lock the door. So I watched this man open the door, look so surprised, and, like, slam the thing closed. And then just kind of just, like, okay. And then, like, walked away to try and, like. So they were. They were. For sure. For sure. Okay. The hanky-panky was going on in that bathroom stall. How long were they in there? Did they lock it after? I have so many questions. I don't know. I hope so. Because I didn't see anyone else, like, try and go in. But, like, they were in there a while. Because then eventually, like, I saw them, like, come out separately. Oh, yeah. Like, as if no one knows. Like, the whole bar didn't just... Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I kind of wish that I got... I had the chance to, like, go to that guy and be like, listen. 
Buddy. I saw what you experienced. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, buy that guy a drink. I walk oh in. <laughs> and they weren't, like, young. Like, they were, like, they had to be, like, maybe 40. Like, they weren't young. They knew better. Yeah. I'm like, come on. They At just, least lock the door. They just drank the cooler. The cooler. Full of alcohol and didn't care. Oh, my God. The rum cooler. <laughs> it was awful. Jesus. It was, it was an eventful night. Yeah. I actually have some official podcast business. Oh. Um, <clears throat> I have three bullet points. Okay. Okay. I'm being professional here today. Don't <laughs> ask me uh, why, because I wrote this an hour before we started recording. But um, originally we had ads on every episode, but we are only going to do it on like every other episode because um, I don't want them to be like super invasive, but like they do also give us monies, which is nice. Um, we need money. Um, <laughs> but uh, We have to keep buying these scented candles for our set. Yes. Three for ten. <laughs> Seasonal candles. That's, that's right. That's, that's the budget for the That's podcast. the budget. That's it. Um, so thank you for understanding that we will be playing ads. I mean, we only have one sponsor, which is Anchor. Um, and I really hope that the ad does not go on this episode because then it'd be like double ads. That'd be weird. But um, yeah, so I I want to make sure I am making sure that one of the episodes I turned off the ad, but I want to make sure that it actually is off. So that's the thing for me to do self later. <sighs> um, also, subscriptions. They through Anchor, you can actually like subscribe to us um, and that money goes directly to us. And it would be really cool to have some subscribers because then we can get fancy mics and maybe some nice chairs to sit in yeah would be great we suffer on on what are these benches sort of yeah sort of benches um so the subscription uh prices are 99 cents a month 4.99 or 9.99 uh supposedly with the 9.99 monthly subscription we get a little bit more money versus like i it's like something weird phrase like 13 percent more per dollar for that one i don't know but um now that's Sp- actually spotify owns anchor now mm-hmm. that was like a new thing of the past like couple weeks um so i am wondering if they're gonna do something like patreon where they like let we can do like perks and stuff for like subscribers because i'd like to do something yeah. like that um speaking of extra stuff oh my god i'm a genius <laughs> fandom fridays we are doing that now <laughs> we did it this week um <clears throat> we'll actually be reblogging some uh really awesome fandom content and it's all based off of a different like theme or fandom every friday um i tried to i thought i kind of set something up to do it on instagram but it kind of just felt weird and maybe it's just me because i have a fear of like offending other people like with the works like i felt like i was just like reposting their content which Mm -hmm. i didn't even if it i mean it had like all of their information and their credit and stuff and um i don't know it just like seemed weird so the best platform yeah so we're doing it on tumblr so that's easier yeah honestly for me and for everyone i mean that platform was built for for that reblogging other people's content Um, and it's just easier to even schedule things uh doing on instagram is not easy yeah um but uh yeah so this past well okay wait time Mm, so the week that we're recording we did harry potter theme because i love harry potter um and then i actually i don't even know what the next like 
technically when this podcast comes out, it will be after the second theme, but I don't, I don't know yet. It's a surprise. It's kind of whatever, whatever it ends it up out. being. Um, and that's all I got. That's the official podcast all right. section. Official business. <laughs> all right. Do you want to tell, since it was your pick for the, for okay, the week, what we're doing? Okay, so this week, one of the things we're doing is we were talking about our fandoms and fix that we love, and we decided to... If this might be the hardest thing we've ever done. <laughs> uh, pick three, only three of our favorite fix of all time, and mm-hmm. they could be from any fandom. And I think we're gonna try to pick, you know, a, a more than one fandom for mm-hmm. our picks, just so it's not. Because I don't know about you, but I could recommend like fifty fix for all kinds of different, mm-hmm. just one fandom, you know. Yeah. So we're gonna give our three that I guess. Most memorable. I mean, ones we love, ones that have stood the test of time. Again, it's really hard because, I mean, ju- depending on how long you've been in a fandom, it's you. I, I have a you lot. You might have forty favorites. Yeah. It's yeah. so hard. But we're just gonna pick three in no particular order, and it doesn't mean that we don't have like fifty other favorites waiting in the wings. But yeah, no. <laughs> there's there's just a, a long couple list. highlights. A couple highlights. So. Yeah. All right, you have yours like ferried together and typed out, and <laughs> I'm gonna scramble on my phone through my bookmarks. Yeah. So, do you want me to go first? Yeah, you're okay. ferried together about okay. this. So, all I did was copy and paste like the actual put, like the summary and stuff. That's so much um, more than I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so my first one, it's called A New Venture, Starting Fresh, and it's a Stardew Valley fanfic, and it was written by. Jordan Dickerson. Um, and uh, let me think here. How do I want to do this? Okay. So I'll give you the, the little description. The story takes place from the very beginning where our main heroine, heroine, <laughs> heroine, uh, Ashley, Ashley, and I actually never realized it and I didn't know how to pronounce the name because I never, never had to say it out loud. Uh, starts to become heartbroken with living in the city. She often longs for the memories of her grandfather's farm. What will happen when she leaves and starts fresh? It's a creative take on Stardew Valley. And it is uh, rated M. It's 13 chapters, 37,000 words. And the ship is Sebastian and an original character. Because I love Sebastian. (laughs) Obviously. And it's also a complete fic, too. Um, I love this one because there's not a lot of long Stardew Valley out there and there's not a lot of them that are sebastian ones okay with like original character there's always like sebastian and someone another character in the game another and i was NPC. like i'm not here yeah. for that i'm here to immerse myself into this world <laughs> um, so but this one was really really good um because i liked it too because it wasn't just like everything is great it was kind of like the struggle in the beginning and then like there was like those moments that i, I think in the romance in the game where Sebastian had always want always wanted to like leave Stardew mm-hmm. Valley, and so they had that thing happening. Cool. It was very good. It was one of my favorites. The um, one that was building the motorcycle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he's who trying I to remember the cutscenes. Yeah, he's the one that I romanced. And you like go to the city on his motorcycle. Yeah. Right on mm-hmm. a date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that game. That's <laughs> such a great game. I love that game. It's so uh, pure. I speaking of, I would recommend if you like Stardew Valley, 
Um, there's a game called Littlewood, and it's still new. Like, it's an alpha, so, like, they're building it right now. But yeah. it's along the same lines, but it's post, not apocalypse, but just, like, a magical war. And your character doesn't remember anything. So, like, it's actually really, I'm, I'm very, I play it every once in a while, like, whenever there's trope. an update. You also get to own a lot of animals. Aww. Um, And you don't just build, like, your farm. Like, you build the world. Right. Too. Well, not the world, but, like, the town. You get to build the entire town. Okay. So, the second one is called Shadows and Daggers, a Rogue's Love Story by Roxana Liaison. Liaison? Liaison? Yeah. I don't know. Um, this is the Dragon Age one, and I just this was the, the one Dragon Age. This is one that I remember distinctly, and I was like, I have to put this one on the list, right? Because I I think I read it within the past like six months, maybe, and I always think about this one. Um, and I'll read the description. It says the war against Corypheus is taking its toll, and Colin is struggling to balance his role as commander of the Inquisition with the personal demons that haunt his dreams and thoughts. He finds himself wishing for something more, so, for something beyond the missions and the and battle. He never expected that more could come in such a wicked and sultry package. <laughs> Rated M, obviously. Um, but it's Colin Rutherford and an OC character. And she's like this like thief rogue character that like has this terrible backstory mm. and is very sassy. And I love it because it's like exactly the type of character I played in the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, just over everyone's shit all the time. Um, wow, it's long. It's very long. So it's 26 chapters, 120,000 words. Um, and then also like the Inquisitor they have shipped with Dorian as a side. Occasionally that pops up. And it is complete. And I wish it wasn't because I want more. I'm pretty yeah. sure they have written more for this. Like maybe like a couple one shots because I feel like I've read them. Mm-hmm. But um, it's very good because there's like... You have the main game plot, and then you have, like, her own personal plot this throughout the story. Right. Um, and I do like when they throw in, like, original characters into the main plot, because it's fun. Um, <clears throat> and then my last one is a Harry Potter one. And it is Midnight Into Morning Coffee. I don't know how to say this. Uh, I think it's supposed to be Golden Trio, but the, the oh, O yeah, is an it, X. It definitely is. Yeah. Yeah. So this one is actually a one shot and it's uh, the summary says James Potter Christmas movie connoisseur generally fabulous and the occasional knight in shining armor except he has absolutely no sort of chill when it comes to pretty girls with red hair and it's sort of like uh, to all the boys I've loved before AU. It's very similar it's in so a way. It's so cute. Um, I've never read this. Yeah, it's really good. It's rated uh, K plus one chapter and 2700 words. It's, it's obviously a jelly fic. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so the whole plot is that I I reread the beginning of it today just so I could remember it. Yeah. Um and basically it's not Hogwarts centered. Like there I don't I don't believe there's any magic, but um supposedly like Lily's bothered by Snape, so she asks James to like pretend to be her boyfriend to Love yeah. It. And then that happens. Fake dating AUs for love. <laughs> it's really great. I Love fake I dating really AU. it was so like delightful i yeah. love and i like that i mean i didn't want to do all big ones so i did this little short one because it was cute and yeah fun. so i liked it so those are my three that i forced myself to list shorten my list to wow it's so hard because i feel like i have like 
you know, faves that I read like 10 years ago and still love and still hold mm-hmm. up. Oh, yeah. And then there's, there's an like, Inuyasha one. But I then there's the really new faves, too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe I'll give that. But I would be remiss if I didn't mention, I mean, I don't think you could have even dipped your toe into the Sherlock fandom, the fan fiction side of it, without mm-hmm. hearing of Mad Laurie. I mean, she's like the godmother of the <laughs> of the Sherlock and John ship and um and that fandom um she's just written some fabulous just like be all end all John Locke Bible kind of stuff mm-hmm. um like performance in a leading role and alone on the water two of my favorites um but I want to call out um her fic the blog of Eugenia Watson yes um and I can I read, read this the I'll read you the description. I like to think of this not so much as a blog, but as the first draft of my inevitably best-selling memoirs, My Life in an Unconventional Family. How unconventional? Well, I live with my divorced parents and my dad's husband. How's that for starters? Trust me, it gets weirder. My mm. name is Eugenia Watson, but you can call me Jeannie. I'm 16. This is my life. And it's it was uh, 95,000 words. Um, 29 chapters and it's not marked as completed um, but she hasn't updated it since 2015 I think it's pretty much considered complete I think at the time she said she wanted to leave it open in case she ever wanted to add to it but um, but I I think um, it was pretty remarkable in that it's hard to do an OC Mm -hmm. it's hard as hell to do first person and it's just that that it was a very challenging it's it's literally exactly what it says on the tin it's the blog of john Mm -hmm. and mary or i'm sorry it's not mary it's um the mother's an original character grace so oh right (laughs) so genie who's the the narrator is and the main character is um a 16 year old girl She's John Watson's daughter, and also her mother is an OC named Grace, and John and Sherlock are married, and Mm. they all live in, they have two adjoining flats in Baker Street, and it follows a period of time in her life. I don't know if it's a full year, but it's some period of time, and it's a hard set of things to do. I mean, I certainly couldn't pull off of like the voice is so distinct Mm -hmm. it's you're literally reading her her blog her online kind of journal so it's literally a 16 year old girl oc's journal entries about her life as john and sherlock's kid essentially which i mean it takes some kind of writer (laughs) to be able to pull that off so well and laurie is just i mean she's you know it's novel quality it's it's literary it's it's beautiful that's a that's a fic that i personally would pay money for yeah because i remember reading yeah the voice is so distinct Mm -hmm. it's such a rich character she gives her so much personality you really root for her you root for her little her guy friend that she eventually dates her love interest it's brilliant the way she shows sherlock and john's story through the daughter's eyes she does it very well. I mean, it strikes like the perfect balance and it's just like I've gone back and read it twice and it's almost 100,000 <laughs> words. I mean, I'd probably read it 50 more yeah. times. It's just like one of those great great things. Um 
but that's definitely a fave for sure. Um, Harry Potter fandom is hard because <laughs> my brain just goes, well, you have to talk about the shoebox project. Yeah. But that's almost like outside the realm of... That's a different level. It's a whole... Yeah. <laughs> I just felt like I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it mm-hmm. because shoebox was like the marauder's bible the wolf star bible i mean that like really set a lot of the groundwork for the fandom as a whole mm-hmm. like it was so brilliant it was so massive and multimedia and just like i i just i st- i will always remember following it um remind me to mention after yours the just say the words like marauders gif rps on tumblr <laughs> okay because I, yeah. I have some things to say i will i will <laughs> um the, the harry potter fandom is hard because there's so many amazing... i have so many yeah that was my thing is like i have a lot of harry yeah. potter like fandom fix i like yeah but they're all over the board like there's so many different ones i've favorited that's the yeah so that I because decide. all the different ships mm-hmm. like it's very mm-hmm. tough so, I mean, it's so hard. I'll just say, like, another writer that's right up there with Mad Laurie is um, Lumos in Love. She mm. is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, if you're not following her on Tumblr, I don't know what you're doing. If you're a Harry Potter fan and at all ship, like, Wolfstar or a fan of the Marauders. Um, and she has, I mean, she has a lot of great work. She has... A military AU, your stars are my stars. That's a great oh, one. Oh, that one hurt. Yeah, me. she's doing a hockey AU I right now, sweater that weather. That's phenomenal. Um, but I think my favorite of hers, I think a lot of people's favorite is um Solense. It's I'll read you the description. I don't think I've heard that one. Um Serious, a young Russian billionaire hires Remus, who's working part-time as a callboy to make ends meet. Things happen, feelings occur. Which, again, any lesser writer would not be able to pull this off. And if it was any lesser writer, I probably wouldn't have read it because I'm very wary of the, like, callboy, billionaire, businessman AU. It's, like just can veer into really problematic territory for a number of reasons that I'm sure you don't need of me gray. that I'm sure you don't need me to explain, but just like obviously the nature of like sex work and yeah. also yeah. the power dynamic. Like there's a lot of room for error and getting it really, really wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's a tough AU. And, um, and if it were any lesser writer, it probably wouldn't have worked as well as it does, but it is, really really phenomenal because she's a great writer she really makes you root for them and like it's uh from remus's point of view Mm. and um it's just really fabulous it's got a warm happy ending and um there's a lot of smut in it just like (laughs) i almost made an innuendo there i I think it kind of goes without saying with the a given the au that it is yeah but it's not, 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 not for kitties, but um, mm. really a fabulous one. But I just wanted to, like, shout out her in general, but also that fic is probably my favorite of hers. The Have I done two? I guess I've done two. Because um, I did Jeannie and yeah. Solense. Yeah. Man, this is hard. I 
actually maybe it would have been easier to pick three authors but um <laughs> you picked this this I know I did this to myself I did this to myself <laughs> um I think, I think maybe I'll do like maybe I'll do a new okay so this one yeah. is oh my hair just scared me I'm sorry <laughs> yeah that was a bug this one is oh wait no I should talk about three card Monty this one's underrated yes. okay yeah. you guys yeah. you guys this one <laughs> this one is so underrated I have to find it though okay while you find it let me tell you a thing okay so as I was going down the hole of Harry Potter fandom to for Fandom Friday, I happened upon uh, something that we will definitely talk about later on at one point in like a whole other episode, which is, and I don't know what to call it, but it is Tumblr RPing, but with gifts and like, oh, yes. I love it. It's cosplay RPing. It's great. But so I, I found these people and I'm pretty sure I, I reblogged the girl who plays Lily Evans. Uh, right yeah and i was like she looked she's beautiful she looked i was like that is lily evans in my brain and then she i don't know if, i don't think they're married i think they're boyfriend girlfriend i know who you're talking about and he plays james yep <laughs> okay so i was like he looks really familiar why does he look so familiar and it's because Ash and he Jen. yeah watches yes he uh he was in like a fan <clears throat> marauders movie that I had watched, and I was like, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, and I was like, they're oh, super talented. Shit. I love them. A I was lot. like, because that was it. Yeah. It was like I watched them. They were those two together, plus I guess one of their friends, and I f- don't remember what like the story was, but I think they were just happened to be together and like were recording and stuff. Um, and I was like, they're really good actors. They are like. Holy yes. shit! And Both then I was like, and then I found and them out. together are pretty. They're pretty magic. <laughs> I found yeah, yeah. I was like, holy crap! They live in different countries I right them, now, and I just want them to like. Be they've together. been together for a while, you yeah. know. And like, yeah, because I so was cute. literally like, I fell down that hole. Yeah, for like an hour, well, I went down her thing. entire it's like, blog. You like, find. Well, first of all, a lot of them play multiple characters. Mm-hmm. So then, like, you are, like, checking out all the stuff that they've done and all their, like, wonderful, like, scripts and AUs and ideas. And then, of course, like, you see who they're doing it with. And then you follow their blog and their <laughs> blog. Just go and, and it go opens go. up into this giant yeah. web of, like, massively talented mm-hmm. RPers and, like... Like, oh, the makeup skills, like yeah, the this... cosplay skills, the acting skills, the writing skills, it's, it's the very... editing skills. It's, it's impressive. It's, un- it's unreal. It's totally like. If I had unreal. a production company, I would literally hire all of them. I know. And just like, They're I will so let talented. you just do your thing. Because it's not just like, yeah, it, it's it's <laughs> the makeup and uh, to some degree cosplay. I mean, it depends. Like some people just do like, you know maybe like just a wig or a little Uh bit of makeup uh some people do like a lot of makeup and everything but i mean there's at least some skill involved in that then there's like the acting skill then there's the writing skill of you're writing the scripts Uh and the responses and then there's like the editing of not only making the gifts but a lot of them do special effects in there and like it's wild it's like the amount of talent and then like half of them can draw too and write fanfic like and they do this and that and you're like are you kidding me and they sing and you're like this is unreal like this is unbelievable you're not a real person you're all unbelievable how dare you i love you so much that i kind of hate you a little bit (laughs) like it's nuts yeah yeah so i fell down a hole again it's a crazy Yeah. yeah it's a crazy thing 
Um, all right, so I found my third fic. Um, and I'm going to pick it because it's one of my favorites, and I think it's horrifically underrated. It's called Three Card Monty by Enjambment. And the description is in which you can't cheat an honest man or in which Remus and Sirius steal a piano. It's an Ocean's Eleven AU. And it features like a huge amount of um, characters from the Marauders era, like the Pruitts and mm-hmm. like just a lot of a lot of characters. Um, it's Remus and Sirius are the sh- the main ship, um, but Lily and James are together in it as well. And I mean... Okay, it has like twenty one thousand hits, but I think it should have like two hundred and twenty one thousand <laughs> hits. It's just so good. It's just a one shot. It's thirteen thousand words, one chapter, um, written in twenty twelve. And I wish that she had written like five mm-hmm. sequels to this. Like, I love that AU. Uh, like, I I just so love good. that AU always. It's so good. It's like the pacing's amazing. Like, it's got funny moments. I mean, the romance is, like, so powerful, and they don't show a lot. Mm -hmm. It doesn't go into, like, great detail, and a lot of it is characterized by, like, other people feeling, like, new, like, Tonks is, like, a new person in on the heist. Like, they kind of bring in, like, she's, like, the kid. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't really know what's going on. So through her eyes, you kind of learn a lot of their backstory and how all these people came to be this like crime family mm. um and but. how remus and sirius came to be together and you he- see like you hear a lot of that and you learn a lot about them through her eyes and just through like flashbacks and stuff and so it doesn't go in it doesn't need to go into a great great detail it's like gives you just enough and it's like mm-hmm. a very rich story and it's like the pacing's great and like the heist is great the heist is against Tom Riddle, who's like the casino <laughs> owner. Yeah, no, it's just fantastic. <laughs> like everything is just, it's like <laughs> the perfect like length, like the pacing from beginning to end. It's just, it's so underrated. Three card Monty, you guys. If you are into that fandom, you got to read it. It's so good. Such a good name too. Yeah. That is a really good name for it. Because they play it in the, yeah, I, I won't give it away, but it's great. It's great, great, great. Um... Now looking through my bookmarks, and there's so many others I want to shout out. Yeah. But I won't. Oh, well, I was thinking, I was wondering, and I, I wanted to get your idea on this, and we're going to do it live, um, <laughs> of maybe, like, every time we record, we we share, like, a, a fic we read within the recording time, oh, like, yeah, the two let's weeks. Oh, yeah, let's it. Because it is, a, it. it's, like, every two weeks, like. Yeah. I think, okay. All right. Maybe we'll do, we'll make that I'll little segment new, in the beginning. I'll give you a newish one. Um, let's see. What have I been reading lately? Get my fancy pen. All right, I'm not gonna talk about that one. That one's really uh. <laughs> I mean, that one's not safe for work. Yeah, uh, uh, a lot of the ones I read are not safe for work. All right, I'm just gonna do a little scrolly scroll here. Okay. <laughs> all right. Oh, here's a recent one. Um, I mean, it was late October, around Halloween, I think. Um, another phenomenal Wolfstar, Marauders era, Harry Potter, um, writer is Chromatics. She's fantastic. And she often will do little, um, travels or ficlets on Tumblr. And occasionally, um, if people request more, she'll occasionally turn it into like 
a full-blown one-shot, which is fabulous. So that's what happened with this one. She had uh, Hmm. a snippet on Tumblr that she just wrote as like a one-off. And me and other people were like, oh, my God, this is so good. Please write a whole thing. And she did. And it's called Cupid Disarmed. Hmm. And the description is Remus Lupin has viola blood. Sirius Black reads trite romance novels, and neither of them are quite sure what the fuck to do with their hands when they get to talking with one another. It's first person, which, again, incredibly hard to do first person well. It's first person. Remus is the narrator. Hmm. It's um, it's a funny AU. It's like it, it, it's technically a bookstore AU. It's still magic, but they didn't go to school together. Remus is a Vila and a werewolf, hmm. and he works in a bookshop. And Sirius is a customer, and Sirius is a healer. So it's interesting. It changes a lot about them, but the voice is, like, fantastic. It's, like, I mean, it's written just so, so beautifully. It, like, has such a strong, like, sense of place with, like, London and just, like, the gloom and the, like, romance of it. And it's just, like, it's funny. And, like, just the way it's written is, like, like, it's sexy. It's funny. It's, like, you're really, like... Mm-hmm. rooting for them to get together and it's very unique like the way it's written is like beautiful language like so descriptive um his voice is just so great in it so i recommend highly highly i'm looking down my most recent read and i don't remember reading this one <laughs> but the first one <laughs> oh because I oh i know why oh what okay. did i do what is it was this? me okay so i hadn't no, so it was what when I was doing research for the episode, mm-hmm. I clicked it because I was like, what is this one? And then I didn't remember it, so I was like, oh, okay. So I didn't technically read it. So I have to actually really scroll far because um, <laughs> a lot of them are not safe work. Also, some, someone deleted I mean, a fic and it... All of the ones that I've recommended, like, most of them aren't safe for work. But I yeah. tried to leave out the ones that are, like, <laughs> just smut, like, without yeah. plot kind of thing, like... I think I'm leaving those out for now. So there's there is one and it 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 is a one shot and it definitely has smut in it, but I it was a recent one I read. Um and it's it's a serious black Marley McKinnon one, nice. which by the way, the fandom needs to up their game. I need more of that pairing. More black McKinnon. But it's called A Night in Bristol and the plot is that um James, Lily, Marlene and Sirius went to London uh to see it was a concert. I totally don't remember. Oh, the Rolling Stones. I went to see the Rolling Stones. And um, it was like a spur of the moment thing. And Lily was just like, let's just go and do it. And then we'll yeah. figure out where to stay afterwards. Yeah. And because it was a concert that was like in London, like they couldn't find anywhere. So they like, it's that like, there's only one bed. <laughs> True. But there was only one bed. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's them like sharing a bed and like sassing each other. And then eventually leads to smut. And then they're like, oh, okay, but we actually have feelings at the end. Oops, we caught feelings. Yeah, yeah. Oops, <laughs> that's like the Sears Black and Marlene McKinnon like <laughs> story. Really is. Really oops, is. we caught feelings. Oh uh, yeah. So that's mine. A Night in Bristol by Prongsteer. Cute. And it's a one shot. It was like a nice little short one shot, and I really liked that. Like, I like seeing the those two pairings together in one thing because a lot of times they really only focus on one or the other. Yeah, that's um, true. So it was nice to see like both of them, and yeah, it was a good time. 
I wonder what fic got deleted that I read. Oh, no. Because someone deleted one. No. Yeah. That was sad. Don't do that. Um, so our part two that you have chosen for us this week was to read something well. that was like a work in progress. Yeah, after talking about how good these like amazingly <laughs> well written fix, now I have you to read have my shit in my work this. in progress folder. Great. I gotta actually, I gotta bring mine up. I don't cause... know why I suggest these things. I like like to torture myself. I guess. <laughs> um, uh, I gotta find. Where's one. my works? Fuck. There it is. I actually have one. I actually didn't realize I actually have two work in progress, not work in progress, but like fix that I that are ongoing that I never finish. Okay. Um. And I, I'm, I'll share with you the one that I forgot, which is <laughs> called The Merry Life of a Stag and Doe. Okay. And the last time I updated yeah. it was May 2016. <laughs> um, <laughs> and really, it's it, it's just like one shots of Lily and James like during their married life. And then I said it's an AU, but there's no Voldemort. Um, and right now it's just teen because I eventually I'm sure will write the smut, but... Like for right now, it's like just right. cute little onesies. Um, but the main one I have that <clears throat> I should have been working on during Nano, but I didn't. Um, when the blades fall, Ooh. and last time I updated it was August twenty seventeen, I think. How much are we gonna read from? Um, I was probably just gonna read like. I'm trying to think because I have like a prologue kind of online. Oh, so. Okay. I might read like the first. Uh, how many? That's like there's like three paragraphs that's like would go good together. So I might read those three paragraphs. Okay. Okay, but so this one is a Dragon Age, uh, Dragon Age Inquisition fanfic, and it is Branson Rutherford, which is Colin Rutherford's younger brother, younger brother, I think. Um, and so it's that with an original female character. Um, and the whole premise is like, actually, I read you the summary. So Viviana Beauvau plans for everything. Yet when the wardens fall apart because of Corypheus, she's forced to find another path. Helping the Inquisition seems like a noble cause to join up in. Along with some of her fellow wardens and close friends, Viviana has to learn there's <laughs> my mom is like pissed about something viviana has to learn there's more to life than fighting it's certainly not an easy task especially when having to deal with branson rutherford regularly so she's like a warden commander yeah um and then like her entire like part of her crew like are taken under control of the evil ba- big bad and like she's like fucking figure out everything and yeah. like also like she's from a part of the world where um there's slavery and like so like i have like her little crew like her besties so i have like this sassy elf yeah (laughs) and then yeah she's fantastic and so i have her like in the background shipped with um uh shit what's his name i totally don't remember his name i haven't written it (sighs) so long um but he is a uh brain work oh my god I'm going to look it up really quick. <laughs> <laughs> when you have to do research on your own shit. Uh, uh, Jari. Yeah. Jari. That's his name. Um, he's half Canari, um, which is like, they're very tall and beefy. Um, <laughs> that's how I would describe Excellent. it. Um, so I have those two shipped um, because he's like this kind of spy dude. 
who like like helped Vivi. I call her Vivi um, a lot. And then you also have like her younger sister Brianna, who she is very protective over, and like mm-hmm. she. Well, actually, I'll read you the paragraphs, and it tells you what's yeah. what happens. Actually, all right. So, <clears throat> so this is part of chapter one, which is called the kindling. The fire was the first thing Viviana had felt. It burned against her skin, regardless that it was on the other side of the door. Ashes, dirt, and small splinters of wood created an unwanted crown against her golden brown hair. The stone around her was strong, but the weight of the falling wood had started to push down. There was very little thought on where she was to go. All she could think of was her family. Crawling through the window, Viviana ignored the tearing of her dress as glass shards, still holding onto the building, tried to pull her back in. As soon as her feet touched the ground again, the young woman pushed her legs to run towards the family's cottage on the estate. Now more than ever, she was grateful they didn't live in the manor like herself. Her thoughts halted immediately, however. She took in the flames that stood where her family's home once did. The fire was too thick to see through, almost as if her home had never existed. Her heart pounding, she moved closer, hoping maybe this was all a dream. The heat from the fire that burned all around caused strands of her hair to stick against her skin. Usually the feeling of it would comfort her, but this heat wasn't from her spar- her sparring or after a run through the lavender fields. This heat was from the fear and grief of an old ma- older man who had taken too much from her. The place where her home had once stood was empty, and Viviana tried her hardest to remember what it looked like, how the northern window had a small scratch from the time she threw a shoe at her older brother, Finian, how the dirt floor was covered up by various rugs her mother had made that weren't good enough to sell, the wind chime she'd made when she was ten from twigs and shards of glass left outside the local inn. Gone. Gone. And then she, like, wakes up from her memory. Yeah, so... um. It hurts. Yeah. <laughs> in some parts. Great t-shirt. Like, I have the entire, like, um, the whole plot planned out. I just, you know, have to write it. Yeah. Actually, fun fact. So, the that little part I read, I actually wrote that for a different thing. Oh. Um, that's I wrote it for, when I was in school, like, my advisor, he was like, he, like, bought us each a book mm-hmm. at the local bookstore that I love and adore. And we had to, like, that like pick something from there and write something about it oh. so it was um i don't know but it was like um i would know it if i saw it and it, like it's actually a well-known work but it's like a little book of like not poems but just like rules that people should follow oh. um but it was written like fucking long long time ago in yeah. like france um and i think i forget what the the one was but i was like i literally wrote this and I made up the character and everything, and I was like, I want this to be a Dragon Age fanfic. Yeah. So, like, none yeah. of my, like, the other people in my group, because we shared it with each other, none of them know that this ended up being in a fanfic. That's so funny. Until, unless they listen, now they know. But, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Oh, so you said it, like, all planned out. So that's my fic. See, my, my folder right now is all over the place. I mean, we don't talk about my other stuff. There's stuff that but. I just have a document that's just like ideas with like a paragraph written out for a like, Oh yeah, idea. I mean I have that for I have that Marauders. I have an, um, I have some outlines. What what was the one that we were talking? Oh, the MI6 one. The Marauders yeah. MI6 one. I still have that. But that's just like a list of character names and like what they do. Oh no. Why are you not letting me open my own shit? Are you logged in on the wrong account maybe that might do it i want to look at it <laughs> <laughs> they're like you haven't worked on this how dare you think you got to look 
like all right. <laughs> it's throwing a tantrum because it's like you haven't written it yet yeah it's like girl well while you do that i'll just like fill the that? space with um i've written ten thousand words in that fic oh my god yeah oh so you're like it's got five chapters like i do it what i end up doing is like i'll do a couple chapters in spurts and then leave it alone for a year yeah <laughs> and then go back to it yeah um is it google drive okay here's the problem what? yeah it's google drive but like i'm like on it on safari oh, and like that's... my other account like my writing account and then it automatically opens it in my in... Docs gotcha, app, gotcha, gotcha. which is my like primary email <laughs> and it's like no you have to request access to it and i'm like no i don't it's mine <laughs> why don't you just you, you can have multiple accounts logged into your google drive app can I? Yeah, I have like eight million Google accounts, so I just a switch between the bajillion of them that I have. <laughs> How do I do this? All right. Um, oh my God, I'm like an we're old gonna person. do this live. All right. I'm so in your Google Drive, person. you have your picture up here. Horrible. Yeah. Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! There it is. God, I'm horribly. I've, I've never felt more geriatric in my life. <laughs> Terrible. I'm making a note for the description to include a note about how no! we, <laughs> oh, I can't we learn Google on... Drive. No, this is terrible. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Well, I feel like I don't even like deserve to read anything at this point. But welcome, welcome to our lives. I'm on. Um, you know, my favorite thing about editing this podcast is that I don't edit it. like i literally i I thought about this the other day when i was editing the last last episode and i was like yeah i just like edit the beginning and then edit the end and that's really it whatever happens in the middle i never edit it i'm like i will do the least amount of effort oh my god i apologize sincerely (laughs) to all readers for having to go through that embarrassment with me um all right i just clicked on like a random one that i I don't have a title for it, but I have a timeline (laughs) and I have like a couple pages of it written, but all right. So I've never written a dry fic. So I'm like, okay, so I'm like into dry, but like asterisk footnote specifically (laughs) only like post Hogwarts AUs where they're like grown ass adults Mm -hmm. who have like done a lot of like interpersonal growth and like work <laughs> and like they like you know worked through their okay, shit and th- you know they're grown ups that can like have a healthy relationship let's put dreary in the name uh, the title <laughs> because the dreary oh episode is oh my god it's up to i think dreary. 30 something people at least well i'm about to, to read some dreary fic fantastic never been dreary. published before so I'm about to make us some money. No. Um, okay, so like, okay, so I like the idea. I liked the idea of having Harry um, when he's in Auror, mm-hmm. which is canon. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't really tell you what all Draco got up to in the canon. Um, yeah. I'm not counting your cursed child. Go away. Um, we never count it. But um, it's named cursed child for a reason. We never cursed, talk about it's it. Cursed. <laughs> But so, okay, so in my, I like the idea of them as aura partners. I like mm-hmm. the idea that through 
he probably had to jump through a lot of hurdles to get accepted into mm-hmm. the aura program draco i mean um but i like the idea that if you can accept that they would accept him after you know yeah. everything um i like the idea of them getting partnered up and absolutely <laughs> hating it and not being able to function at first and yeah. then um being a really really great team in despite themselves mm-hmm. and um and then kind of forming this first kind of grudging friendship, sort of civility, then kind of, of course, the inevitable, like, explosion over, like, the past. There's yeah. so many things that are unresolved yeah. between them. Kind of having it out, having all these, like, conflicts and fights. And then sort of working it out and, like, being, the older they get, the more it's, like, yeah, we're kind of becoming friends and sort of falling into this, like... So I have this very specific, like, idea of this. <laughs> so I had to work out a timeline that made sense. So they, the Battle of Hogwarts was May 2nd, mm-hmm. 1998. So then I have September 7th of that year was the day one of aura training for Harry, Ron, and Draco, along with the rest of their class. Um, and then I have August 31st, 2001. They graduated from their trainings. They tell us that it was... It's three years that you're an aura trainee and you get a, they got appointed to the aura office and Harry and Ron are assigned as partners, which is canon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this two years later in December, 2003, Ron resigns from the aura office to work with George at the joke shop, which is also canon. Mm. Um, and so that's where mine starts to deviate. So I, yeah. I was like, okay, if we follow this, Harry, you know, they have the battle in May. Maybe he takes the summer to kind of recover. He's determined to become an Auror. In September, he and Ron and somehow Draco gets in. They kind of ignore each other throughout the three years of training. They try to stay out of each other's hair as much as possible. They barely speak. Um, That's kind of how they deal with that. And then Harry and Ron get paired up. Draco has another partner. Um... And for a couple years, it's the Harry and Ron, you know, everything's going well. Then when Harry, then when Ron leaves to work with his brother, that's when they pair up Harry and Draco. Um, So that I have is 2003, the end of 2003. And now we're at um, November 2007 is when the fic takes place. So they've been aura partners for a few years now, like about four years um, and that's pretty much that. I don't think I've worked out who Draco's original partner is and what mm. happened to them. Um, I don't know if maybe puff. they just like couldn't hack it and they quit or they get fired. I don't know. Something's gonna happen to the mm-hmm. other partner because he has to be partnerless when Harry is partnerless, so they match yeah. him up. So that I haven't worked out, but maybe they partnered him with like some older dude. Yeah. And who he retires. retires. Yeah. That's a, yeah. I like, oh, I like that too because mm-hmm. they, it's more like, it's like keep an eye on him. Mm-hmm. We don't know if we fully, like, we trust him enough to graduate him because he's good enough and mm-hmm. he hasn't pulled any shit. Um, but we do, we want someone to, right, keep an eye mm-hmm. on him, someone we, that's older that we trust. And then when they, that's good. We're workshopping <laughs> out my fic right now, yeah. people. I'll when I get episode. back to writing it, I'm going to re-listen to this episode yeah. and be like, that's right. Um, 
So, yes. So mine's kind of picking up and it's going to have to fill in that whole backstory. Mm -hmm. But it's picking up where they've already been partners for a few years. So they've already fought it out and they're already friends at this point. And so I'm right at the point where it's going to start to nudge into more than friendship territory. Mm-hmm. And like all the, yeah, all the feelings <laughs> they haven't really been examining too hard yeah. are going to try. Yeah, it's going to be a slow and inevitable descent. <clears throat> um, but I also have to come up with, like, the main plot. That's mm, the thing. True. Usually I have the plot first, but I don't have, like, the meat of, like, what, like, are they going on a mission? Mm. If so, what is that going to be? Like the yeah. actual, it's more just like this is the time stamp of the relationship that I wanted to write out. So that's why I haven't finished it. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't, should I just read from the beginning? I don't know. You can read a few paragraphs. All right, I read I'll, a few paragraphs. I'll read a few paragraphs. All right. I'll start from the beginning. As Julie Andrews says, it's a very good place to start. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, I also had this in present tense and then. I changed oh, it to past tense because I couldn't, I I don't know, it just wasn't working. And uh, so I don't know if I actually 100% changed this back <laughs> to past tense, so we're going to see. Draco heard the crack of his apparition a second before his feet landed in the usual alley off Whitehall Road. A second crack followed closely behind, and he watched as his companion popped into sudden existence a few meters away. Merlin and Morgana, my legs feel like jelly, Harry announced with a grimace, leaving the alley at more of an amble than a stride. Remind me again why we have to run drills with the trainees? Draco fell into step beside him on the busy main road and turned his coat collar up against the bite in the air. It was early November. They'd been at it for two months now, mentoring the newest group of Aura Office hopefuls as they navigate the grueling mental and physical challenges of the three-year training program. He knew Harry enjoys the, enjoyed the role. Teaching comes naturally to him, it seems. But he also knew Harry's itching for more field work, which had necessarily dwindled in the face of their added duties. It's to stop us from getting too comfortable, as if that were even possible, Draco replied, parroting one of the many reasons Robards had given them after suggesting Harry and Draco volunteer for the fall mentorship program. He'd said it in a way that let them both know it wasn't really a suggestion. So that, as they say, had been that. Harry hummed thoughtfully, pushing his glasses up the bridge of his nose. You know, he said, I don't remember Robards doing a single sprint when he trained us, do you? A corner of Draco's mouth quirked up at the image. He couldn't really picture their boss sporting the standard-issue gray trackies and pullovers worn during training, much less running through workouts with a room full of bright-eyed teenagers. The difference is, Robards was head of the office by then. So... I don't know. I like it. Yeah. So they. I, kinda... I was like, okay, but keep going. <laughs> I can keep going a little if you want. Because I really like it. I okay. Just read me I'll everything. read a little bit more. It was slow going. I also did a lot of Google mapping to get this right. Oh, All of yeah. the streets and places mentioned in this are real. <laughs> London. London Google mapping. It was slow going as they headed south down Whitehall. Draco wouldn't admit it out loud, but his legs were just as close to quitting on him as Harry's were. And he wasn't keen on making the pain any worse by picking up the pace. The drills weren't quite the shock to the system they were the first time around. He'd had years of keeping to a regular workout regimen since then. His thigh twinged as he sidestepped a woman walking her dog, though, and he cursed Robards all the same. Sadistic bastard. They passed muggle government buildings, war memorials, and a statue of some viscount or another before getting to the corner of King Charles Street. 
Harry didn't need to issue the invitation out loud, so he didn't. He simply raised his eyebrows at Draco, cocking his head toward their left. Draco nodded and led them the rest of the way. He wasn't sure exactly how long ago their Thursday pub nights began, but he knew they'd just wrapped up a high-profile case involving the arrests of several ex-Death Eaters and had soldiered through a day of debriefings and press conferences. Their injuries weren't yet healed when they stood next to Robards and Minister Shacklebolt, the flashing of the reporter's cameras making Draco squint. Harry'd had a resigned look in his eyes, but his posture was stiff beside Draco as the flurry of questions started up. Draco wondered for the first time how many interviews Harry was forced to sit through as a kid, how many nasty headlines he'd read about himself before he'd even turned 18. They left the ministry that night feeling wrung out and desperate to put some distance between them and the wizarding world. They didn't speak a word to each other, but made no move to split up, instead wandering aimlessly around the neighborhood together until they passed a little half-empty muggle pub. Harry had grinned at its name, the Red Lion. He must have said something to Draco then. Knowing Harry's eloquence as he does, it was probably something along the lines of, um, so do you, I mean, you fancy a pine or something? They'd never spent time together outside work, but Draco couldn't bear going home to the silence of his flat just yet, and a pint was fucking necessary after the day they'd had. He'd have sat down with a vampire if it, be, if it meant being handed a lager. It had taken 13 years, a six-month investigation, and a night of drinking to get there, but Draco thought they became friends that night. They have a usual table at the Red Lion now, and a usual order. Draco secured the former for them tonight, while Harry procured the latter. Draco slipped out of his coat and into a worn wooden chair, surveyed the cr- surveying the crowd. It was a politico's pub, being so near to Downing Street, but none of these people were wizards. The anonymity of it all was like a bomb. Draco wasn't exactly persona non grata in magical society anymore, but it was still a relief to go out for a night without getting any odd looks from strangers who recognized his face or surname. As for Harry, well, Draco could only imagine what it was like for Harry. Reckon he's just fucking with us then, Robards? Harry asked over the din of the room. He handed Draco a gin and tonic and sat on the opposite side of the small table with a whiskey for himself. With the drills, I mean. So. Aww, yeah. So good. Yeah. I just had this, like, that. clear, clear image and I had to write it out. I love that they go to a muggle, like, pub. And that's their place. That's like, their that's, place? Yes. Yeah, because I had to perfect. fill it in. So I'm like, well, it was fun to, <clears throat> to write it because I really didn't have i had the clear image of them getting the drink and talking mm-hmm. about the training program the mentorship thing came like to me immediately mm-hmm. that they were training the rookies and that they're also have had this long-standing pub night and that's sort of your first glance into like where their relationship's at um but i didn't know until i was writing it well how did that start mm-hmm. and then i'm like okay they were on yeah. this they were kind of on you know, civil, but they didn't hang out, certainly. And then they had this grueling case that they wrapped up. Yeah. And it was like, and then they have to deal with the press. And it was very emotionally fraught because it was ex-Death Eaters. And they're exhausted. And they're just like, fuck, man, you want a drink? You know, <laughs> kind of. It's like everything else goes away. Yeah, and you're just like, yeah. I'm a dude. You're a dude. We're exhausted. Let's get a <laughs> drink. drink. And then it becomes this. <clears throat> and, well, when I Googled the area, because I... um. The Ministry of Magic is supposed to be kind of right under, like, Downing Street and, like, Mm -hmm. the muggle government buildings in London. So I'm Googling the area. I'm like, okay, so they would apparate out of the building because I decided that they were 
cleared to apparate in and out mm-hmm. because they're fucking horrors and he's Harry Potter. So I'm like, they can apparate in and out of, of the ministry. Um, I'm like, all right. So they'd pop up out, up there mm-hmm. on like White, on Whitehall, like where like the where Downing Street is and shit. And I'm looking for nearby pubs, and there's one called the Red Lion <laughs> down the street. And I go, well, okay, this is like a sign from God, you know? Like, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta do it. Um, and it was also fun, like, I have a little bit more where, like, I describe that, like, Draco kind of blends in with the political crowd because he's very well-dressed, mm-hmm. and then Harry looks like a freaking hobo. Because <laughs> I just had a lot of fun with, like, thinking about Harry at that age mm-hmm. in, like, his mid to late 20s and, like how he might have grown and gotten a little more comfortable and like how he would dress and like how he would present himself. And he like, I think he's actually wearing like, uh, let's see, it says jeans, scuff trainers and an old maroon jumper that at one point Draco was certain belonged to a Weasley. <laughs> so like he just, like he's just dressed like, yeah, like a hipster, like university student, but looks too old to be. Yeah. yeah. It's uh. And he's got, um, you know, he's scruffy. His hair is a bit long. Um, and it's contrasted with Draco, who's mm-hmm. very, like, put together, as you might imagine, <laughs> how Draco dresses. He still dresses like that, yeah. Um, he's very crisp. But I like the play of the two of them mm-hmm. off each other. Mm-hmm. And they're the way they kind of balance each other right. out. Well, now that you've put this out in the world, you have to finish it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Well, then they start talking about um they start talking about one of the rookies who uh has a crush on Harry and it's it's a he trainee. So it's uh it sort of starts to hint at that. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a good bit. way to bring it in. Yeah. Yeah. I figured that would be a good way to sort of lean in without having to do the like by the way, I like boys because that's sort of hard to work in. I just found a typo in something that I've done. <laughs> um, I meant to tell you that when I started writing my Dragon Age fic, I literally, I think it was right after or it was during my prime of online roleplay. Yeah. So I picked face claims for everyone. And I forgot to tell you that Branson, his face claim is Chris Pratt. Pratt oh my God. So you know. Yes. Um, But yeah, he has that like goofy energy and like. He doesn't want to take anything seriously because, like, the rest of his family does. And, mm-hmm. like, for him, I meant to mention he has his own, like, what's the word I'm thinking? Like, his own little group of, like, fighters called the Saviors. And their whole thing is, like, Ooh. they, like, that whole, like, Robin Hood kind of vibe minus the thieving. Like, they're just, like, protecting, like, the not rich people. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, their thing. And they don't generally, like, align politically with anyone. Um, and I adore him and I love, uh, that's why I I always love pairing like the, the goofy weird boy with like the, well, it doesn't matter gender, but like with like the serious, like everything is awful, pessimistic, (laughs) you know, it's such a good dynamic, it's such a good dynamic and they have like forced to work together. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I like the, yeah, I just, I like the idea of like. They're both a little, I mean, they've both, like, obviously have so much in common and, like, they get each other mm-hmm. on a level that, like, most people, except for, like, Carrie's, like, inner circle of friends, like, don't get it. On, yeah. Like, they couldn't get it mm-hmm. on the level of, like, 
what that was like to go through. So they like get it, capital G, capital I <laughs> with each other. Like they understand. And they're actually like, you know, there's the whole two sides of the same coin kind yeah. of thing. It was just like Draco's oh upbringing God. and was just on the wrong side, not excusing everything he did. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, it's a good dynamic. And I just like them like a little bit older, more, they're like kind of more confident, like secure in their lives. Like they have a, jo- like they're in a job that they both like. They're doing <clears throat> good for the world. And they quite enjoy working together at this point. And like it's kind of, and it's fun doing, especially like an older. It's fun doing Draco at the Sage and in that kind of an AU because mm-hmm. he's allowed to be. You can see his like funny side mm-hmm. and his kind of yeah. like more sides to his personality than just what yeah. you see as with him as a child in the canon. And it's fun, real fun for me to write um, Harry in that age, especially mm-hmm. and that kind of an AU because he's just very. He's like a little bit more confident. He's a little bit more settled in his own skin. And he's a little bit just like this quirky, like he kind of just embraces his own quirkiness, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like walking around with like looking like a hipster college <laughs> student and like I don't know, just as you know, Draco's always telling him to like, like fixing his like <laughs> uniform for, you know, bringing his like uniform coat that he forgets and like it's you know. He takes his job very seriously, but he doesn't, he's not, you know, prim and proper about yeah. the rules kind yeah. of thing. And he's sort of like the cool mentor. Like, obviously, <laughs> you know, he's got the cool factor, but he's also just he's like, like the good cop, our cop dorky boy. Combo. Yeah. And like, they're both just like play off each other really well. Like they're like dueling style and they're kind of investigative style. Like they just pair very well. They're very yeah. like complimentary. So it's fun doing that dynamic. And the banter is great. Yeah, I think I I like that AU, but also like age group too. Like, because I yeah. ship, like not religiously, but like one of my favorite pairings to read are like Draco and Hermione. But I can't do like anything like canon, canon. Yeah, but like I'll do like like five years past canon, and yeah. then like I I've read ones where they're like partners. I've read ones where like he's an or or no he's a healer, which I yeah, love that too. That's I a, love that. That's a popular one, and I like that too. Um, the yeah. redemption of that and like the mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah. So um, I yeah, like, it's the same. Yeah, thing. Like, just... I yeah, I felt like personally, I feel like yeah, it needs they need some room. Yeah, between yeah. whoever you're gonna pair him with and hit like between the events of canon and like. Like, I can't really get behind Harry and Draco, like, Mm-mm. hooking up Mm-mm. during Hogwarts when all that was going on, when Draco Mm-mm. was being so horrible. I can't even, I struggle I mean, even... not that, it, you know, I mean, Harry did almost kill him that one time. <laughs> like, you but, know, yeah. he wasn't perfect, but yeah. 99% of it was Draco, obviously. Yeah. Like, and, I mean, there was, I, I still can't see any way that I can't that even do the eighth been... year. Like, even that for me is, I like, know, that's even very a little iffy. touchy. That that even, I think, is too soon in mm-hmm. a lot of cases. That's, like, rough. Unless you're going to write, like, an eighth year where, like, the whole year is them basically working out their mm-hmm. shit between them and, like, growing. And then by maybe the end of the year, kind of being mm-hmm. in a place where they yeah. can maybe start to be something like functioning together but even that's like tough like that's i'm like i'm setting this way in like you know they're mm-hmm. like 27 years old at this point and they've been working yeah. together for four years as partners and they've had 10 years since 
that last battle to, yeah, to work through grow this shit. and especially Drago to grow and and change and redeem himself and and like start to work like through a lot of his issues and also like not you know you can't make up for the stuff you've done but mm-hmm. sort of you know show that you can be better than what you were as a kid mm-hmm, mm-hmm. while giving him the the caveat that like they were children yeah yeah they were not the complicated ship but i do i can get behind them as like yeah from like as like adult kind of with all that like growth Ooh, behind them i'm hitting buttons on my phone i shouldn't be hitting why does this always turn to dry <laughs> i don't even really read them that much and this is the only thing i've ever written for them and like it always turns to dry everything it, yeah all it roads lead to dry <laughs> <laughs> um so last episode i talked about um that fic that was gifted to me by tattered leaf yeah. duty unbound two warriors two worlds and they listened to the podcast and um ah. it made their week they Aww. said um uh, thank you for the amazing mention on the podcast and then they also said they're failing at nano as well which <laughs> same <laughs> failing at nano is like the mood yeah. it's yeah. the mood for november um i'm at i'm in like no right november honestly i'm like the opposite of no right now it's like <laughs> no writing november yeah. is what i'm oh, gosh I've i'm actually come to. and i'm gonna recommend i have a book recommendation i'm actually like working on well working i we would phrase this but you'll get it when i say it uh but felicia day's new book uh called Ooh. embrace your weird yeah it's her so her first book which i highly recommend is a memoir and this one is not a memoir essentially it's more of like an interactive workbook Ooh. on how to like fight through literally all of the like problems that come as being a creative person where like you you know it's like writer's block but also like the, the whole like society says that this isn't a valid path to go down of mm-hmm. creating stuff no matter what it is um and like working through that and like she really basically cool. like she's so cool do i have a page still i think i still have let me look hold on she's a queen oh my god i love her to death she liked a tweet of mine once and i literally <gasps> cried because Since i, I did noticed a meme yeah because i literally wrote a book review about her first book for a literary journal i worked on but literally like she wants you to write all over her book like there was oh, two pages cool. here it is there are two pages where you she just tells you scribble over everything. That's Do so it. cool. Vandalize so, the heck out of this page. Yeah. Markers, pens, glitter, whatever. Graffiti your heart out. Yeah. Then tear it out of this book. Yes, tear this book. I oh gosh. First of all, she's a great writer. That's cool. But um, the whole thing. I remember I watched a podcast where she um was like talking about her promoting her book and put my coffee thing away and she was saying how like after she had her baby her daughter she like really had to figure like figure out who she was all over again because Mm. she was a different person and so that's where this book was born was like her figuring out like how to get past all of the things and part of i like it's like not like a read it and whatever it's like you have to interact with it i mean no have to but like you you should interact with the book and like take time and do it slowly like you don't do it all in one day like there's one thing that i'm up to where like you spend one day consuming someone else's content and then she wants you to and then write down like five adjectives i think for like how you felt and then you have to go another day and create something and then write down five adjectives 
to like how that felt and then compare the two so it's like mm. it's like force it's like therapy but for people who can't afford therapy because <laughs> they don't have health insurance like me yeah um <laughs> but like it's i've been really enjoying it so far and like she literally just is like just fucking write everywhere i don't care yeah like um and it's in her like quirky like fun voice it's not like a very i've read books like that are about writing to like try and motivate you but they're very like monotone and they're yeah. very like they they tell you how it is and how you should do things but she's like you figure out how how to do things in your way and here's how we're gonna like figure that out yeah and like but in the nerdy way too because she's a gamer so like that for yeah. me i'm like oh she's like oh created like an npc character that's you and like what would that look like and so yeah. it's i'm really enjoying it but that totally took me sidetracked no that's really cool. <laughs> but that's a book i tell you i highly recommend it came out like a month ago okay um and i really enjoy it yeah. i finally am reading it on the holiday gift list mm-hmm. um uh i'm trying to think if there's anything else in the message that oh she said she is working oh sorry she i don't actually know their pronouns um but tyler leaf said that they are working on part two for that fic <gasps> what you're gonna yes. go part two oh my <laughs> like i God. knew it and i'm just like yes that's phenomenal um we also got a message from actually i have to look at what it looks like on my phone because the computer shows it weird. Their their username is on Tumblr is Lithelies, I guess. Um, but they said, uh, "Oh my lord, I listened to your November eighteenth podcast about RP and how you used to do it, and I totally relate. I used to have RP partners where we'd write twenty k words." Uh, Wow, okay. I just entered a word in there. Mm. Total for a pairing and then go, oh, okay, next pairing. Such a hit to the feelings. And I responded to them on Tumblr, but I wanted to bring it up here and say thank you for listening. Yes. Um, And Hi. also, hello. <laughs> I hope you're listening to this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, we could talk more about RP in the we future. We honestly could, yeah. We didn't really go there in this one, but. We could, yeah. I mean, We that's... could, but unless you want this to be six hours, maybe we won't. <laughs> yeah we'll just ne- we will never stop talking we'll never stop talking all of them yeah no we i used to write a, a, a lot of yeah you stuff. had like like you know how in shows they have like the murder board <laughs> where it's like the board and it's like the red like thread that can and everyone's like bug shots and all the like did he do it and all the suspects and it's all like you know it's the crazy murder board it's mm-hmm. like your brain but like on a board <laughs> so like Britt used to have that basically but for rp because mm-hmm. she like ran an rp she ran multiple i did <laughs> and she had like so many characters that she was doing as well so it was like all the admin stuff so like events and stuff like that and then all like the character like the parachute and mm-hmm. shit like that mm-hmm. and it was just like a whiteboard <laughs> of stuff and every time i walked in i was like how are you doing this how are you like functioning as a human and doing yeah, all of there was one point my prime was i think i ran i was running two rps Maybe even three, and I had thirteen <laughs> characters. Out three. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I had, it was I, like. Literally, like mm-hmm. yeah, a dozen different. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my lord. Yeah, there was one point too where I actually had a, a character in an RP I ran and told no one at all that it was me. Love it. And and then I surprised them all. And then there was one. The there was like a Marauders era one where I took on a character for the sole purpose of killing her, <laughs> and. <laughs> I told no one I was killing her. Yeah, but they, they knew it was me. But I was like, "Yeah, no, she's she's fine. It's she's great. Fine. It's she's cute. Good. She's just a cute yeah. kid. It's fine." <laughs> Dead. It was her not entire fun. family. It was not yeah. fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that was my prime. RPing. Yeah, yeah. I miss I, it. 
I am working on building one. Did I tell you this? I, I think feel like I have. so. A little bit. I think it's called... I think it's called Beauregard or something French. I don't remember. Right. Yes, I have. It was the like yeah. magical boarding school. Yeah. And now that I've been watching Zoe 101 again, I've fallen down that hole. Which, Love by it. the way, they might be bringing that back. Oh, Rumor my has it. Fucking sign me up. Anything and everything can come back now. It's like, great. please. I wish they would bring back Victorious, but I don't think they will because people don't get along. Oh. But, <clears throat> however... So I want to But yeah, I've been like, I need to, I, it satisfies my dream of going to boarding school, even yeah. though I am 28 years old. It's I'm the like, aesthetic. but I want to go to boarding school. It's the aesthetic. I think like, I think that's one of the most popular, mm-hmm. like, big settings and like, even movie settings and yeah. like RP settings because it's such like, I don't know. It's so like, kind of mysterious. Yeah. It's very like aesthetic, like the old boarding schools of yore especially mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know kind of hogwarts looking ish yeah. and then of course like you know putting a bunch of all the characters in <laughs> the same place. In place yeah it makes for good drama <sighs> yeah i gotta get working on that again yeah but i like i i need to work through like my mental issues first which is why i'm, I'm doing the book which is because like yeah I am working through it. It actually has been helping me. And I also, like, actually did some writing stuff this week. It wasn't, like, anything I was doing. But my friend, um, he needed help. He was he struggles with writing. And he was like, I just... He's like, I've been spending an entire week trying to do this thing. And I can't do it. Because mm-hmm. it's very, like, data-driven. He's like, I just don't know how to, like, make it something people would read and something we could hand out. So I literally sat there for, like, a few hours. Um, and thankfully, it was about, like, gaming industry, which I fucking... I know a lot, ton of shit about the gaming industry. Yeah. I wrote a goddamn thesis paper on it, um, which was a very feminist <laughs> angled paper. And I called out the gaming industry a lot in it. Um, but yeah, I like helped him with that for a few hours. So that was fun to like just yeah. actually write. Well, you've also, I mean, you did a lot of web series work recently. I have. Yeah. And I want to like do more. I actually like was working on like on my mirror that I have for my the closet. Murder board. That is that also <laughs> it returned. That was the original one. And then like yeah. I got the big like va- the stick on <laughs> board thing. Um yeah, so I started working on a little bit just like re I had to like really like go back to the beginning and there's something that's been bugging me about the series that it just like doesn't feel I'm missing something. Like mm. in terms of like the characters themselves. And I wasn't sure if it was because I was confused about like the plot like order of stuff or i just like had so much that like i just didn't do it the way that i usually do it Mm -hmm. which is where like i make sure like i have like the three acts and everything first like that i build the story with that but this time around i just was like i want all of these things to happen let me just plug them in so i don't think that was working for me um so i had to go through again and be like am i doing this right and i was like no i think i am so i think i might add maybe a few episodes in like the loop just to kind of i felt like i was like throwing everyone into the plot too soon okay because i was like this is going to be over like far more than sooner than i wanted it to be yeah so i think i want to throw in like a few like filler episodes that are kind of show more of like the characters relationships rather than yeah a little character development yeah yeah because like I think they're developing and I know that they will in the future. Yeah, it's just for sure. like I want I'm like that's I think what's missing because I think yeah. I 
was like, oh, well, this plot's going to happen. But I forgot to include the part where, like, they're, like, teenagers. Like, I need teenager (laughs) actions and weird stuff to happen. Yeah. So that's why, like, I think I'm going to make the one episode of um, Courtney's character, Minnie, like, with her, like, time travel episode. Like, I want to put that in somewhere. Because before, it's going to be, like, a spinoff thing. But I'm like, no, like, that we can actually put that in the plot. Like, yeah. of shit that happens. And, like. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that that's what I need to do. Like, you can tell I stopped writing because I was like, oh, that's what's missing. Yeah. Like, that stuff. Yeah. So, I had to do some soul searching. Trust the process. Yeah. Oh, God, please. Please don't say that. That was literally <laughs> literally the motto of my college was that. And I was Trust like, no. <laughs> hey, your process is working. So, yeah. Should we do our, our game? We should. I yeah, like we our can ship do a quick one. Ship it or rip it game. Ship it or rip it. Um, I'm actually surprised we're not further in our time than we are. We're not. We're at an hour and twenty minutes oh, now. Yeah, I thought it not was too shabby. You're gonna be like, it's been three hours. <laughs> yeah. so. I right. did add the Disney villains and a little bit of Star Wars, Ooh. and I may have added Liz McGuire because I wanted to. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> All right, Cloud Stray from Final Fantasy. Jesus. And Gigi from Kiki's Delivery Service. I totally forgot I put I'm... Gigi in. Um, that's an interesting uh, combo. I'm gonna say no. Yeah. I'm gonna say no. No. I'm gonna say no. We're gonna rip Cloud it. Cloud is just. Yeah. No. That's weird. I totally didn't remember either of them were in this. <laughs> Do I have two? I have two. All right. Yeah, this is mostly a trip down. Like, what did you oh. put in this bag? Oh. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> Felicity Smoke from uh, The Green Arrow, and then Captain Hook. Oh. By the way, Disney villains, I did like not Captain include. Like Captain Hook, like Once Upon a Time, like Killian? I don't know. I mean, or when I like I just did the list. Hook. Okay. Uh, either way, those are di- those are pretty different. Killian is a different character. Cartoon Hook. He's got depth. I didn't man, watch. And he's big sexy. Like I didn't watch Once Upon a Time long enough to figure out if he had a redemption arc in there did he mm-hmm. did he did he die is he still living i don't know but no spoilers <laughs> so okay so if we go with the once upon a time version okay with the redemption arc it's like it's like can i take an order of <laughs> yeah, yeah, with yeah, the, yeah. an order of with redemption, redemption arc. Yeah, yeah thanks yeah. um i'll do i would say yes because that's kind of similar to the green arrow like she's the one who's like hey don't be an asshole like yeah so yeah you know what yeah i would ship be it like for his that. emma yeah yeah i'll ship it for that all right all right we'll keep it we'll keep it yeah they can oh, stay once upon a time i never watched the last season no i watched uh one season maybe i had to two. bounce i've i went through a lot <laughs> after no just, <laughs> oh yeah disney villains i stayed away from the animals no animals yeah that's a good call <laughs> Um, Colin Rutherford, Dragon Age, okay, and Marlene McKinnon. Oh. <laughs> what do we think? I mean, I I can could anyone see handle it. Marlene? I could McKinnon? see it in like a like a I don't know like a modern AU for Dragon Age. We're yeah. both of them actually modern AU. Okay, she would sass his heart. Yeah, she's a spitfire. I All fucking right. love her. You know what? Let's yeah, keep we'll it. go with it. Let's keep it. 
I love it. Harleen. <laughs> I love that character. I love her. Okay. Do I have to? I do. Okay. Um, Corella DeVille. Oh, God. And, oh, another villain. Dr. How do you say oh, the Facilier Facilier? from Princess and the Frog? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah, man. actually, uh, yeah. yeah, I could see it. They're evil. By the way, the bar last night they had an option <laughs> to play 101 Dalmatians, but they chose to play Alice in Wonderland because I saw. Th yeah, but Alice is more fitting for that place's aesthetic now. <laughs> it's yeah, like a psychedelic. But I would much rather bar. watch 101 Dalmatians. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. But, like animated 101 Dalmatians, yeah, like OJ. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could ship it. I'll stick with it. Okay. They can stay. I think most of the Disney villains, I'd be like, yeah, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see it. All right. Should we do like one, one more? more each? Yeah. All right. All right. <clears throat> oh, okay. This is a threesome because I picked out three. <laughs> oh no, this is a polyamorous <laughs> oh, no. relationship. Uh. Oh God, Frollo from uh, Hunchback Jesus. of Notre Dame. <laughs> Jesus, we're going strong. Uh, Tobio Kageyama. Oh, that's from that um, that volleyball. Thing? Oh God! Thing? Oh my God! Yeah. Okay, already this is horrific. That volleyball anime. And I think it was volleyball. oh, to cap it off, Ray from Star Wars. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so we've got Frollo from Hunchback of Notre Dame, Ray from Star Wars, and one of those little volleyball anime characters. I'ma say no. I'm going to mm -mm. do hard, mm -mm. hard no. Hard no, no for everything. That was a nightmare of a ship, actually. Yeah. That, like, we were doing really well. That, and then... like, really, like, that gives me nightmares. No. Like, night terrors, oh, to be honest no, with you. Oh, these are the ones. The keeping ones. Yeah. Too. Got my, like. <clears throat> All right. Going to keep ripping up for a look. James the worst. James Potter. Oh, God. I'm scared. Me, too. <laughs> oh, I thought you had three for a second. I was like, what? No, it's Diddy Kong. <laughs> Oh I no! Forgot. I thought we said no animals. <laughs> yeah, that was that previous me didn't uh, have ethics or I morals. I think they're the same person. They are. They're the same character. I could imagine. James like... is Diddy Kong. Like, I don't <laughs> know what to say. They're the same character. If we go with a bro ship, I think that it would work. Oh, he would love. They would. They would. DK save the like, world. Donkey so Kong much. and Diddy Kong. He would love them. All I. That's... They'd get along swimmingly. Prongs and DK. <laughs> Yeah, that's a chaos. That's a chaotic. Okay, fucking video I'm game gonna that go I want to play. Ship and yeah. say yes. Yeah, and that is. Oh, I want to play that video game. Yeah, honestly, can we get a Harry Potter? I mean, they oh already God. suck at doing Harry Potter video games, so maybe 2020 will be the year. A Donkey Kong someone... game, but with the Marauder. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'll send an email. The out chaos of it all to to both uh, Disney slash. Whoever owns Nintendo it anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I'll Make just send a letter. Happen. Listen, guys. Listen. Make it happen. Can we please? Oh my god, my We've mother. got wizards that can turn into animals and we've got Donkey Kong. Yeah. Let's do it. It's fine. Let's, Let's cause do some it. chaos. <laughs> we've got a magic deer and a magic. Uh, maybe dog. there's a fan that will make that game because I, I know that people are far more talented at game I'd making than me. i pay good money. Yeah, for sure. To insert the I would Marauders that. into any Nintendo game. Yeah. Any of them. I will accept oh, any Nintendo no. crossover. That's a story of Marauders playing video games. Super Smash Brothers. Oh my god. It would get vicious. Let's pause for a second. And let me go ask her to shut up for five minutes.
subscribe please <laughs> get me out of this house soundproof studio uh all right so the now damn it now i'm gonna have to actually edit this this goddamn po- damn yeah, it mother a little bit. Not, not a lot no though. <clears throat> all right so um i finally was a professional and wrote down all the places that you can listen to this podcast where can you listen to us spotify which is also anchor they're one and the same, but both of them you can individually listen to. Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Woohoo! Many places. I don't recognize some of them, but I, I recognize others. We're every- everywhere you listen to podcasts. <laughs> We're there. We're there. Um, also, Can't we, escape. we have an email, the POV podcast at Gmail, so you can send us pretty much anything you want we'll take like recipes or like pictures of your animals yeah uh any like fix you want to workshop have. something you're writing yeah well let's we, we could do that i am an editor for a living yeah i'm you not can pay but me we can <laughs> cookies Ooh, yeah and pictures of your dogs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're easy yeah yeah um and then we're also on twitter tumblr and instagram at the pov podcast Ooh. i wish you could do pov podcast but someone took it but we're the we're POV the. Yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So honestly, it's kind of great that way. We are the. Yes. So the um, yeah, you can follow us on all of those things. And again, on Tumblr, we'll be doing the Fandom Fridays. Fandom Fridays. It's hashtag Fandom Fridays. Join us for Fandom Friday. Maybe we'll do and Doctor Who Ooh. for the next one. We could do Doctor Who. The Doctor Who, the next series trailer just dropped today. So it's I'm topical. pumped. Yeah. Yeah. I still need to catch up. Because I'm like at least a season or two. Oh, behind. you have to see Jody. Yeah, I'm. I'm think I'm the season before her. Okay. That's where I'm at. Okay. So not like super oh, far. Oh, so you have to see Bill. And yes, twelve. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's. It's a damn yes. shame that Pearl Mackey was only in one season because she's phenomenal. She does the I, full range of emotion. I like, like every range of emotion in acting. Every episode they do that with like it's there's nuts. like like I mean like Donna. Like yeah. they, they just oh, like they do these incredible does, people and literally then... every episode they're like, Can you portray the full spectrum of human emotion in a forty minute episode? And she's like, Yeah, sure can. Yep. Every episode. You're just like, What? Like it's she's mind blowingly talented and like okay. I don't know why she's not in every show and movie that I've ever watched. Like it's it's the UK soon. Soon. Because that be. they just cycle the same people over and over well, again. Well they should so. use her over and over because yeah. she's great. <clears throat> Once you get on Doctor Who, then you're set for life. You can go anywhere. Yep. I haven't heard that sounded forever. Meanwhile, I have like above us a, a Dalek is up there. Like I, have... I see the Dalek, the TARDIS. Yeah, I've got a lot going on. That's right. Above me. Yeah, Just maybe that me. can be our next fandom uh, yeah. Friday. Wait, wait There's an official down, Doctor so. Who Tumblr, so you can... That's where they just posted, it's Doctor Who Day, and their preview today. And um, Friday. Yes. All right, I guess we should end this All with, right. our, with our quote. Quote of the episode. Do you want to do it? Sure. Okay. All right. Tell me and I'll forget. Show me and I may remember. Involve me and I'll understand. Chinese proverb. Hmm. Wisdom of the day. The wisdom. Love it. So go write. Fix. Go be creative. And also enjoy Thanksgiving if you're celebrating Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When this goes up, it'll... We passed Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Well, if you we celebrated, hope you had a great holiday. I hope you had a great one and ate a lot of great food. And you know, we'll yeah. see you we'll when see you in the we next see one. you. We'll see you when we see you. Come find us on Tumblr so we can celebrate Doctor Who together. And if you ever Friday. want us to talk about anything specific, let us know because we kind of just 
make it up like a week before. Yeah, we go, yo, we're recording the podcast tomorrow. What, <laughs> what do you want to talk about? And then write it an hour before. Yeah. So, professionals. You know, perf- hashtag professional. <laughs> yeah. But thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye. See you next time. Bye.